we're back. we're back. Yes, we are. 100%. We're back. Welcome again, y'all, to Black Friday. These opinions are not for sale. Today, we got myself, Chris, and Omar. Somebody else might join potentially. We're not 100% sure. But in the meantime, y'all, uh, apologies for not having a show last week. Uh, life got busy for everybody here. And we're just glad to be back again this week to make it all happen again. Man, it's been a busy, busy time here. Uh, one of the first things that I've noticed in the past two weeks since being on is that despite Ron DeSantis uh, outlawing the mandatory masking for public schools K-12, through Broward County School District is still going ahead and doing so, and so is Miami-Dade County Public Schools as well. And so in direct defiance of the governor and the governor and his team are about to go forward in pursuit. And it looks like they will be attempting to withhold checks from the school board members as well as the superintendents of the districts uh, in regards to their noncompliance. So uh, we will be watching and on notice here to see what goes and comes out of that. Um, now, Florida, of all places, they're trying to test it and see what they can do. But you know, I don't think they're going to get too far. Yeah, honestly, uh, the public school these days, it's all, it's disgusting. It's all riddled with politics and wokeness. Like the former president said a couple days ago, uh, everything that's woke turns to, you know, the word. Um, it, it's it's that kind of thing. And so I, I really hope that DeSantis holds with it. I think that this is, right now, the country's looking at him. They're seeing what he's doing. Um, and he is going to be the potential front runner. Um, and less, you know, uh, the former president Trump uh, runs as well, but we'll, we'll see. So I'm really hoping that he goes after them and he, he keeps it up to, I just want to see more parents choice in schools. You don't get that a lot. It is supposed nowadays. So many people want it to be a collective uh, my, my child um, should be taught more or uh, overseen more by the government than myself. No, it's the parent's job. And I'm saying this as a parent, parents should be doing the majority of that. They should be instilling the morals and, and teaching your children. Like whenever people are like, I never learned how to balance a checkbook in high school. Yeah, I feel like that's, your parents should be doing this. School is not everything. It is not the only thing. So I'm hoping that DeSantis comes down and, you know, let's see some more parents involved in the, their child's life rather than throwing them in school for, you know, 16, 17 years and then hoping they come out right. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm really delighted to see that um, Ron DeSantis is doing this. I think he has a backbone. He has, he's, the, he's probably one of the only pe people in the party right now that has a spine and is going to show it. So I, so I am glad that he is doing that, making sure that parents do have the right to choose for their children what is best for them. So um, it, like you said, Chris, uh, I think he's going to run. Um, even if Trump runs, I think he's still going to run. But I actually hope he does. He's been, uh, from an outsider looking in, of course, I'm not in Florida, but for, at, from an outsider's perspective, I do think that he's done a pretty good job hoping he gets reelected. Um, that's all I got to say about that part. I, I think there's a potential for him to run in 2024, but I do think that's contingent upon whether or not Trump decides that he wants to go again. And honestly, I think Ron DeSantis is he's leading the way for all other states right here from Florida in his actions here. I think it's very beneficial for him to stay here too. So I, you know, he wants to go ahead and make that leap. That's you know, I'm totally fine with it. I'd support it. But also, like, I'm totally fine if he stays in Florida for another, you know, term, you know, starting next year. So I think it's our best interest here. Coming, coming to you guys from another side, another point of view, just to get your guys' opinion, you know, whenever the government does anything, I always look at it as in, well, what if the other side did this? So, well, what if, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what if, I like that you have it on standby now, but uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> um, for those listening and not watching, uh, the libertarian rant notice comes up. But uh, when you when you 
whenever the government does anything, I always think about it like, well, what if uh, the the progressives did this? What if progress a progressive governor made it so that every school um, they were withholding checks, uh, withholding checks from the superintendent or things like that that were um, not going with masks or, uh, mandates and things like that. And obviously, I wouldn't support that. Um, I don't support that. I support you know it really being up to the parents if you're child um if you think that school is unsafe and they should be wearing a mask or it's too dangerous for them to be in school then send them to another school and that's not in everybody's capability to do so um but i i understand but what do you guys think about that kind of point of view looking at it from what about the other side what if it was the other side well the other side isn't trying to give you more rights so that's that's kind of how i boil it down yeah but it's choice to be optional like we're literally he's using his power to give us more freedom of choice here, whether or not we do or don't. But that power is what I'm saying is where it's dangerous because if he has the power, what if when Florida has a democratic governor, the power to do that, to withhold checks and going against the governor's orders, that is still power. Even though he's going in the right direction, we agree with that. But hey, we're wielding power. They would do it regardless if we did or they, didn't. They so would, but that's that. what's dangerous. And we've talked about it before where we're well, like, you know, we got to use <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The nuclear option and backfired on them. The the filibuster backfired on them. I mean, yeah, all this stuff comes back and backfires on them. We're like, oh, how will they like, you know, it's going to get used against them. But here it's essential. It has to be done. I don't see any way around it. It's got to be done. No, I understand that. You know, but I'll say this. Um, I'm guessing the argument is either it's between two different principles. The principle of should the government be wielding this much power anyway, or um, if we're going to have that power, should we use it for the right reasons? And um, it, even though it could potentially be undermined, to be honest, I'm in the middle of it. I hate being in the middle, but I see both of your points of view. Government shouldn't be having that power, but then again, we already have the power, so we may as well use well, it. But that's the thing. Yeah, like you just said, the government in the first place should not have had this power, and we need to take away that power from the government to legislate for every – I'm much more a fan of local communities making those decisions. So let's say Broward County uh, had some sort of uh, – um, ballot man or whatever on mask mandates or anything made up a decision had a had a school board meeting let them choose i'm i would be more uh, a fan of that than a governor whether it's a republican or a democrat making a choice for the entire state same thing with when the federal government makes a choice for the entire country it should be up to the local communities um your city your county etc to make that decision but that's that's where i really get to it we should it, it's going to come back and bite us in the butt. Like it happens. It happens to the Democrats. They wield the power. We come back with it half the time. I mean, the GOP really doesn't like doing it, but half the time they come back and then they uh, go for it. And then Democrats are going to do the same exact thing. I, I feel like the, the nonstop going back and forth with power um, and increasing the power of the government, it's ne- not going to end well. It is going to blow up. And I assume that we will be on the losing side of that. Just now, because looking at recent trends, I don't think that it's going to go well for us um, if the government continues to inflate and grow it at the rate that they are. Now, but I have a question. Go ahead. Sorry about that. But no, no, I have no. a question for you then, um, Chris. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get someone that wields so much power to just give it up? Well, that's the thing. The only way that you can limit the government is either by guns, um, you know, by the people standing up to the government and taking that power back from them. It would have to be through force because you're never going to get, you know, uh, some 400 some and then the federal government libertarians and there are small government individuals in there to limit the truly limit the power. They'll never do that. That'll never happen like federally. So it would have to be through force or through some sort of convention of states where you actually do limit the power of the federal government. Again, that is unlikely because you need a massive uh, like uh, cooperation in that aspect. So the only time that you can really limit the government is through government or through force. So and I'm not advocating for either at the moment. Well, I, I mean, I'd say it depends federally and statewide. Here's the thing is that who knows if the Dems will ever 
you know, wield that sort of power in Florida ever again by the handling of Democrats with the Cuba crisis going on currently with the dismissive way that Joe Biden's not letting anybody from Cuba come over right now, but Afghanistan refugees are coming in anyways. Uh, the Cuban people are, are watching and they're very noticing this. Uh, a lot of people are angry and upset. Uh, this state may never go blue again. I don't know. You know, it's, it's on a great trend right now. Who even knows? Broward County is a blue pocket. It's going to be blue pocket for as long as we ever know, just because that's how it is. Demographics, everything helps all set up the people there. It's, it's set to be that way. But, uh, you know, the powers to be wielded is to be used for the right reasons, you know. You know, it's like superpowers, man. It's like, oh, everybody's got superpowers. Time to use them for good. You know, it's not just like, oh, but what if you get too powerful? I mean, you still use it for good. It's still a good thing. I still think, especially when it's giving more rights to the people, especially if it's giving more rights to the people. That's but, what I'm saying here. I don't have an issue if you're going to go ahead and give more rights to the people. Well, I understand that, but it, it, yeah. it, what would make more sense is in, a, in making it so that the these schools wouldn't have the uh the ability to mandate completely over all of your children or uh, over like the the children let it be up to the parents instead that would be more uh more beneficial in my opinion um than saying like okay big government me we're banning this what does this comment say a review of 1,600 cases of measles in Quebec, Canada, between January and May 1989, revealed that 58% of school-age cases had pre had been previously vaccinated. The measles. That's yeah, that's that was before we were born. It was. I know. Yeah, 1989. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we all got our measles vaccine before going to school. Mm -hmm. I guess. Are you know. assuming that I'm vaccinated? Come on now. Um, you and the <laughs> <laughs> you got shot but, there. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I mean, okay, I guess if you know we're gonna I think that's a good transition. We can leave where we're at. Let's talk about, you know, a big thing came out today. Um uh vaccine madness. Um and you have the Pfizer becoming FDA approved today, um, which uh is is uh, pretty crazy. We have a couple more comments here. Throw up uh let's see. Oh, you want to throw these up? Yeah, let's throw these up. All right. So we have one from uh, No Sound Bites Allowed. Biden has weakened the U.S. with 5,000 ISIS now loose in an open border. There's a massive national security threat. Now, I, the difference, I believe, I don't believe it's ISIS, Taliban, ISIS, uh, or more in Iraq, Syria, um, Levant, uh, where Taliban, Afghanistan. Yes, but good point. Um, and I do think so. I think that it is ridiculous. It's a giant national security threat. Um, before we go to vaccines, I don't, where are we, do we want to go Afghanistan or vaccines? I mean, I know we got comments on both. Let's stay with the vaccines. For let's do, all right. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to this point mm -hmm. then. So what I was going to yeah. say though, on, on the vaccines, you know, uh, let me read this comment as well. <laughs> Depopulation yeah. should be the highest property of the U S foreign policy, uh, towards the third world. Henry Kissinger national security memo 2000. Oh, 74. Okay. Um, these are diabolical things to say. I mean, I got yeah. to look these up to make sure that's, that's true. I mean, I'm not doubting it, but that's... Uh, yeah, no, we want to make sure, I, allegedly, he said that. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're getting our facts I just want to mention that's the ring of who Hillary Clinton and even Bernie Sanders wanted to kiss, Henry Kissinger. That, that was an interesting character. Um, like I said before on this podcast, I'm the history person. He was an interesting character. So anything he has to say, uh, take it with a grain of salt. I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. I, 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 I know that's a random. I know that's a random comment. We we appreciate the history knowledge that you you have. Um, with with the vaccine though, it becoming FDA approved, and this is something I believe I said on the podcast. I don't. It probably three four episodes before is that conservatives always made the argument or people who are just against the vaccine mandates or against the vaccine themselves. They always said, well, it's not FDA approved. That should not matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's approved by the government. That is one of the, the most foolish things to say. I don't trust the government because they're trying to mandate something that's not approved by the government. No, that doesn't make any sense. We need, just because it's FDA approved, people should not, uh, you know, um, allow this to happen, allow mandates to happen. Joe Biden's now pushing for private and uh, public entities, um, jobs, employers to mandate the vaccine. If they mandate the vaccine for you, I 
I encourage you, let them fire you. Let them fire you. We are many, they are few. That is what they need the workforce. Um, and you know, what are they gonna do without us? That's that's honestly the way that I see it. Let them let them fire you. I, I at this point though, how far they're trying to push this vaccine. I'm I'm I I it's not there's something there's something fishy. Something fishy. I think you know what, Chris? I'm glad oh, you said that. Let them fire you. I'm so glad you said that. If if that were to happen, um, wouldn't that just be more of a precursor to people living off of the government, which is what the other side really wants? I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. Wait, say that one more time. Now, if okay, if if we're all um, letting letting ourselves get fired, right? And ultimately, the Democrats want us to live off of the government. It's, it sounds like that was their no. plan all along. No, I mean, it, yeah, it, that, 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 could be, that could be their plan. But no, that's not what I'm saying to do. I'm not saying go get on welfare. Let them fire you and then come back with a vengeance. There are, there are jobs that will not mandate the vaccine. There are plenty of jobs that will not mandate the vaccine. And there are other options. Start a business. Compete with your competitor or compete with that former employer that fired you because you would not get the vaccine. I guarantee you so many people are going to be doing that now. Uh, starting up jobs uh, going against the uh, those employers that fired them. Um, it, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um that people are allowing their uh, their employer to mandate their health choices. Yeah. So I'm going to brush over this so I get the full headline here. Uh, today, the FDA granted Pfizer vaccine full approval to be used on individuals 16 years of age and older. Uh, it's the fastest approval in the agency's whole history Less than four months after Pfizer Biotech completed its biologics license application in May. So the FDA had moved to clear the shots regulatory hurdles in record time, evaluating the company's latest safety data, inspecting vaccine factories around the world. So this is, it's a rush job. Um, they admitted it, you know, it's rushed here. This is the quickest they've ever passed something through, you know. And this is where it's going to bite conservatives and the people that are skeptical of the vaccine in the butt is because I've heard many, many people say for the longest time that, oh, this vaccine isn't FDA approved. I'm not getting it now. Now, one of them is FDA approved. So now, if that's your, if that was your whole argument, you're going to have to answer up to some things now that it's FDA approved. So I, I, I recommend going a different route with this. Uh, there are people that have religious exemptions to this. Uh, I believe Omar, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, that they some of these vaccines have been using aborted fetal cells. Man. That's um, that's that's the research behind it. Some of them are using aborted feet, uh, aborted um, fetus cells. Um, that's why a lot of people, I know a lot of people in my organization has not got has not gotten the vaccine. Um, I don't know what's in Moderna. I took Moderna, and if I and if it is. Hey, I didn't do my research and I apologize. But um, it, yeah, it, talking about the FDA, usually it takes about a couple of years for the FDA to approve a vaccine. It should be alarming that they approve Pfizer so quickly. And of course, Moderna is going to come after. Um, well, it's obviously politicized. It's obviously politicized. Mm -hmm. That is what is so scary about it is that this was not this is not a science uh, move. This is not okay. It is definitely safe. It is we are sick of evil, idiotic mm -hmm. anti-vaxxers. They're going to kill us all. They are worse than rats. They literally look at people who are unvaccinated as they are lesser beings, and they are, they don't care. They want to mandate it. They want to force it. People have come out and said this. What, what was it last week? I don't know if you guys saw this. I, I think it was a, a teacher uh, was tweeting about how she hopes the unvaccinated all die because they they vote the wrong way. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that tweet. I can probably look for it. But that is like that was a public teacher. That was like a high school teacher who said that. I'm, I'm gonna look for that. But yeah, continue. It's all politicized garbage. It, everything's politicized. Uh, church is politicized at this point. 
Um, so there, there's no corner of society you can go to anymore that isn't politicized. It's wrong. Um, it, it's immoral. That is not. It's not Christ-like, but it, it's happening in every, everywhere you go. And um, I, I will say this to be um, intellectually consistent and, and, and being a little bit fair. Uh, we do it too, especially uh, with the church. I know there is a pastor that said, do not bring your mask to church. We, we are a mask-free church. Personally, I'm against that. If they want to wear their mask at church, let them, but don't force them to wear their mask at church. I was kicked out of a church because I was, they said, either wear your mask or get out. And I did. Uh, it, I did leave. Um, so that shouldn't happen, but we shouldn't be telling people, hey, if you feel like wearing a mask, you can wear a mask. I'm just not going to force you to wear a mask. Um, so uh, so uh, it, it happens on both sides. And um I, I'm really just sick of it, to be honest. No, I've noticed uh, more than ever, especially now with Twitter and uh, how much the elites actually have disdain and disgust for the average day American and for normal people like us. Um, just regular people that want to live their own lives, that don't want to be bothered, that just kind of want to just go about their own business and live their lives. Uh, former director of the NSA and CIA today, somebody tweeted, they said, can we send the MAGA wearing unvaxxed to Afghanistan? No use sending that plane back empty. Uh, and he said it's a good idea. You know, that's it's a former director of the NSA and CIA, you know, our own government, you know, center and, you know, central intelligence agency. Really nice. You know, it's uh, really, really great to know that uh, that's what the people that run you know, branches or, you know, big institutions within our government think of it. We have critical race theorists that literally tweet at everyday citizens and mock them and try to bully them online. Uh, while they're not finished, uh, focused on winning battles, you know, look at Afghanistan and finishing wars out the right way. Uh, they're just worried about CRT and uh, pumping up hormone blockers in prepubescent teens and uh, calling anybody that questions anything that they do a Putin shill. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a long time coming. This is uh, throw, this, uh, been going on for so long that people just hadn't realized it. These people really don't like us. No, exactly. Throw up that last comment. Um, uh, so it says George Sakai, no health care for unvaccinated. Schwarzenegger, screw your freedom. Uh, there is movement uh, now to increase health insurance for unvaxxed. Very dangerous trend. That was the comment. No, Very so with, with the free market, this is where I want to ask you here. You think they should have the right to do it? You think insurance companies should be able to just... Insurance is not free market, though. That's the thing. It is it, insurance companies today... The private do not, company has a right but to This is not free market, though. This is Insurance companies are not free market. How, tell me this, though. Healthcare and medical care and insurance companies right now are not free market. You no, cannot walk not. into a, a doctor's office or call your insurance and say, I'm going to this doctor... How much will this cost? They don't know. It doesn't. They aren't going to tell you. That's all behind closed doors in business. Uh, you know, that's so they can charge you as much as possible. It is not any of your business how much things cost. That's not free market. So none of that is free market. That is all like corporate cronyism. That's not really free market. Now, if a private now, if we lived in a completely free market, an actual free market, if health insurance companies deemed that it was a more, uh, if you were in more danger or your health was in more danger and they raised your health insurance, then, I mean, that is their choice. But it's also, I mean, for instance, if you're fat or you smoke, your health insurance is increased as well, because that is more of a likelihood that you would need to use your health insurance. And that's the whole thing with insurance. If you're more likely to use it, just like with car insurance, if you're younger, you would be more likely to use it. You're more likely to crash your premium is going to go up. So I'm not saying I support these companies. That's what we need though in free market. We need competition. It can't all be these corporations that are actually owned by one entity, uh, but they're uh, you know four or five different names. That's not free market. That's all corporatism. And they got that way because of government subsidies and support from the government. That is what we need to combat. So it, we don't really live in a free market. So I can't really say that it, this happening. I obviously don't support this. I don't yeah. support this because this isn't this isn't even backed by science. But it's it's ridiculous. But it well, is. A, it's a, oh no, Omar, what are you gonna say? 
I was just gonna say, I don't know why George Taki is talking. I, I enjoyed the oh, um, re the remake um, of why? Star Trek better. Not nothing else. They're, those people are washed up and done. That's why they're talking. Go ahead, Omar. He's off. I, I, I'm just saying, I enjoyed the other Sulu than him. Um, the, the only thing people remember is how he says, oh my, um, it, the way the way he said he makes money off of his voice, which, of course, if, if you're making money and you're not really hurting people making money. But um, still, uh, I don't know why he's talking. Schwarzenegger, really? And I, yes, that was the last Republican governor in California, I believe. Am I right, Christian? But really, I don't want to hear anything from Schwarzenegger. Uh, Chris, Christian, you don't like people like McCain. I don't like Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger well, was in the wrong weak. freaking part. You said you don't like who? You, no, yeah, no, yeah, I'm I, not a fan I, of John McCain. I wasn't a fan. Now that I had chance. No, to I, I mentioned him no. because that was one of the biggest, one of the biggest supporters of John McCain was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I remember watching that speech years ago, uh, when he endorsed uh, John McCain for president in '08. Um, but it, I, I know, you know, I, I mean, what I'm saying is I know you don't like John McCain and as much as you don't like John McCain, I don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think I hate him even more. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like Arnold really much either. He was a weak Republican. He really wasn't one. He just kind of did. He, he was, he was a Democrat that, that got notoriety for, um, being a movie star. And just pick the Republican Party, knowing that Ronald Reagan did it. Why couldn't he? Yeah, it's crazy, but he did it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't know. really be a limited government, conservative, anything Republican, whatever, and be like, screw your freedoms. Ta right now, it's not time for freedom. Not at all. It is always time for freedom. I would rather we live in a free society where people are allowed to do what they want and everyone dies. I would rather live in a society like that. Um, with freedom, the, the right to choose. That is what I would rather live in, uh, rather than being told what to do. Um, so this comment, when survival rate is 98% and 90% either are unaffected or mild, to claim higher cost is political. Further, in entertainers are now political thought leaders seeking segregation on multiple lever levels. Yeah, I mean, look at, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, other day, or maybe it was yesterday, Nancy Pelosi had that like uh, donor dinner, like $10,000 a plate. They were like, I look like a hundred people there. They're all they're all white. They're all old. I think it definitely was probably in California. You know, that's where she's at. Um, Why can't she get up? I don't know. I mean, how how much longer does she got? Realistically, what is she like seventy something? She's, she's in her eighties. She's, yeah, she's, she's sipping on that adrenochrome, that baby blood, like Joe Biden said. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean. And that's the thing we allow. I there was a tweet that said like it's ridiculous. If you saw a 75, 80 year old doctor, you'd be like, you're kind of old. You probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. But we're run. Our entire society is run by 75 and 80 year olds. Like, isn't that ridiculous? They are deemed as enabled to do other jobs, but they can run our society and run our country. That is ridiculous. Now, I don't know about like age. Ah, see, that's the thing, you know, libertarianism, age limits and stuff, restricting that freedom to choose. But uh, God, these these old people. People just need to stop voting for old people. I feel like let's put their name next to their uh, or put their age next to their name on the ballot. Maybe that'll uh, hurt them a little bit. It's um, yeah, you know we this uh, going into the age thing again. We had a guy running for Congress out here. He was even running as a Republican in my district, and I looked and I saw the dude was eighty five years old and served in the Bay of Pigs. Man, I appreciate his service. I appreciate what he did for our country, man. But hang it up and go find another endeavor. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's no guarantee you're going to see through the first term. I just, it's, it's just it's tough. The things you're going to work on to pass are not going to affect mm -hmm. you, man. You're, you're out of here. And it's our generation that's going to get hit with this again. And, you know, and that's where I, I have the hardest time. It's just it's time to hang it up. Just put it down. I, I am going to uh, blow you guys' minds. Did you know we had a 100-year-old person in the Senate once? He, he he had survived with his seat for that long to be a hundred years old on the floor of the Senate. Y'all know who that was? Joe Biden. Trump. No, no, he's in the Senate. You say Strom Thurmond? 
The Strong Thurmond, right. Really? I mean, he, he okay. yes, he Rash was on man. the floor of the Senate at 100 years old as a sitting senator from South Carolina. Um, it, it, South Carolina kept on reelecting him, whether he was a Democrat or a Republican. They just kept on reelecting him. Um, and and guess who took his seat? Lindsey Graham. And they keep on reelecting him. That's it, interesting. Barely this last time, though, barely, though. That yeah, barely, that. but he did it. He figured it out. That man is so that, Republicans and Democrats do the you exact same thing. They reelect terrible, terrible people mm -hmm. over and over again because they have the name recognition. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham. Uh, who's the one? I mean, Collins. Who else is terrible in the GOP? Um, I mean, McCarthy's. Let's do it. Oh, now, yeah, there now. you go. Weak leaders. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's get in on the it. entire GOP. Now, I'll say this about Suzanne Collins. Um, sometimes she's with us, sometimes she's not. But I'll I'll say this: I'd rather her than the Democrat they were going to put up, because she was she was going to be even worse. Wait, isn't Suzanne Collins the author of the Hunger Games? <laughs> she's uh, what is she? She's made the right? wrong Susan Collins, wrong, wrong, wrong one. Oh, so I'm like, man, like, who are you talking? No, about? but there, no, it, well, there are two Suzanne Collins. But there's only one that's uh, the U.S. Senator from Maine, and that one is a Republican. It probably more did, more of as a rhino, but she is a Republican. Um, now, I, I, now, I just mentioned her because someone just said it on, on here, and then I, I will say she was much I, – I could stomach her more than the Democrat they were going to put up. But um, then again, she's the last Republican in the Northeast. In, in the New England states. I mean, the what the other senator, he's an independent. He caucuses with the Democrats. And there then there are yeah, no um, uh, U.S. reps up there that are King. Republicans. So. I mean, you have the Angus two. King. Yeah, you have the two, uh, King and obviously Sanders, the independents. Right. The caucus, the and they're from the North. And they're, yeah. and they're from the New England states. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a hor horrible, horrible people. She She's horrible. I, I can take... Who else? Um, I, I'm still doing research on people on the ones in North Carolina, but um, they they've been real iffy as of late. Um, I mean, there are plenty there are plenty of people within the party, especially in the Senate, that uh, we need to get rid of. We need the primary, especially in safe. The, the 19 places. people that passed that infrastructure need to be primaried and replaced. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you this: Roger Wicker will never lose in Mississippi. He voted for that. He will never lose unless you can find a. Hi, Omar. It's time to run. Get him. Uh, no, no, I'm not about hey, to lose let's, my money. Let's, uh, I'm not let's, about to lose let's, my money. Let's go through some of like these these nineteen. Let's go through a couple of them and talk about how. Know, awful they are obviously you know we we talked about susan collins she's very flippity floppity goes back and forth i get it she's the last republican we have in the northeast but how dependable of a republican is she if she doesn't not even vote as a republican so is it even worth it to have her when she's not voting on things it's, that truly it's matter crazy enough that that's the person that we have to ask sometimes is she going to vote to confirm our supreme court justice nomination like like that shouldn't be a question if we have to question that dude i don't want you like it's just, it, it's, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it, man. They're so wishy-washy and soft and everything. It's just, everybody's so soft now. It's just ridiculous yeah. on everything. I think Lindsay she voted Graham's, for Kavanaugh. Lindsey Graham's weak on immigration. Like these people are weak in so many senses of things. It's absolutely crap. Amnesty bills going under the table. Going yeah, Mitch McConnell, no, no spine, just weak leader. Nothing ever gets done. Mitch McConnell is just hey, uh, he, he gets the Supreme Court just through. Great, thank you, Mitch. Okay, what are we doing now? The dude's just sitting there, just making deals, uh, bipartisanship. No. But if any time that you hear the Senate say we're working on a bipartisan deal, be very afraid because it's usually a deal where they both agree to take your money <laughs> and screw you over and foot the bill. So every time you hear they're working on something bipartisan, you should cringe a little bit and you know, kind of just. Pull your shoulders up and tuck your head down because that's all it really means. That's all exactly. It really means. Play, I'm a play devil's advocate, and and y'all are gonna hate me for it, but I'm a play devil's advocate here because we've lost power in DC. They are going back to what what they know. People go back to what they know all the time. 
What if you're in that position? No, but if you're in that position and you're old, what do you know? Try to be bipartisan because at the end of the day, history shows if you try to be bipartisan, they're going to hate the president anyway. So you'll be back in power in two years if you play it safe and play it right. Now, in today's generation, I don't think it's going to work. But I mean, I, I will say they're doing what they know. What oh, yeah, exactly doing. what they know. We went back nine years. Now they're bombing. They're about to bomb more brown kids in the Middle East. I mean, <laughs> we're set to go back and just. How dare they live on our oil? We're, we're literally, we're about to, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, we're, preserve, we're out there protecting <laughs> opium fields in Afghanistan, opium fields. And I mean, we thought, we thought right. we made so much progress and change by electing somebody who had never been a politician and uh, completely against the grain. And even if he was definitely not perfect, but the fact that he was screw the establishment. You know, a lot of Americans could have gotten behind that. It's just, you know, the media definitely spun their own, uh, you know, tail on that. Now we're going back to status quo. Democrat Joe Biden, who's mm -hmm. never, who's always been in government, has mm -hmm. always made a mess of things. Foreign policy, terrible. And we're seeing that now. Uh, we see his drug bill in 1992, the crime bill, awful, just terrible for the black community, awful. Everything Joe Biden touches turns to garbage. Um, he is just an awful president. And we, I'm, I'm very disappointed in the country that, that we went back and to that such a status quo president. It is literally the opposite of Trump. Yep. Somebody who is screw establishment, Joe Biden is born establishment. He is the establishment. He sold his own people. We're getting refugees flown out here like nobody's business. They're going back to my hometown of Turlock apparently already. <laughs> refugees are coming in there of all places. And we're charging Americans $2,000 to get an emergency plane out of the Kabul airport right now. Are the refugees paying up big? That's the thing. Doesn't like matter. Americans pay for this. Americans, mm -hmm. we paid for Afghanistan 20 years, trillions of dollars, thousands. I want a lives. refund. I want a refund. I, I am I I'm sick of this. It's my money and I need it now. That's what I need. I, I it, it's ridiculous. It really is. Uh the where we have gotten. Um, and I think that this is only going to energize the conservative movement more. And that's what we really need. There is no time for lax. Uh, attitudes now. There's no time for being lazy. We have to push back now because they're coming for us. Ah. Like the, these COVID mandates and things like that, that is what's really scary. The fact that the government can choose what is going into your body um, and, or, and force you into it or coerce you into it. You, you know what, Chris, um, earlier you mentioned that you, you mentioned the 1992 crime bill or 93. I can't remember which year. Um, I think in 92. And, yeah, the crime bill of the 90s. I'm just, it's, it's there you go. Put it out. I believe it was 94. I believe 94. That, 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 sounds, that sounds right to me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, you had mentioned that and uh, mentioned it was bad for the black community, which it was. And I get this argument all the time. Then, and people were like, well, didn't you know that the Black Caucus supported the bill? And I think it was like unanimous support of the bill. And I said, didn't you know that it was black people that sold other black people into slavery in when before America was started? Did you know that we've been it's selling true. ourselves as, out as, as somebody as somebody who was the first of the of the market, man? It was man. You straight up, you got straight up. You got four brothers for some fur coats and some who knows, maybe gunpowder or something. Like that. And they were trading goods for people. And that's exactly who black people traded people for some fur and some some clothes or whatever else. And that's how they. they but what, they but I mentioned that because that's what that's what I tell people. This is what we did. That's what, as, I mean, that's as, what they did. In as Congress, much as as much as the black community today wants to say that we're all brothers and sisters and we stand in solidarity, there is no other group of people, not white people, not Asians, not Hispanics that hate black people more than other black people. And that is extremely mm -hmm. true coming from the black community. If you go to one group of black people, whether it's, uh, you know, moderately uh, successful black people and in, in middle income, et cetera, and then you have other lower income black people, like it, it, there is animosity between the two. And I would not be surprised that politicians, the black caucus voting against uh, lower class America, seeing them African-Americans as lesser than because they're smoking crack or doing things. They, they see them as. Yeah, inferior. but they need their votes. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many crackheads are voting. Let's be honest, Omar. But like, uh, that, that's the that's the thing. You know, black people still are going to vote for him every day of the week. So why do they need their votes? They got their votes. They don't need anything. I was about to say a bad word. They don't need anything. They already have their votes. It it it's it it just baffles me um, that people that voted for that bill. Um, it, we just had one, I believe, that voted for that bill. His, um, his name is Mike Espy. He ran for Senate here um, the past couple of times against Cindy Hyde-Smith. Now, personally, I, I'm going to say she wasn't my favorite person. She did make a few comments I didn't like, uh, it, um, and I'm going to say that. But uh, I like a voting record, good voting record. I will say that. But um, with his voting record, he voted for this bill, yet he wanted to defend it or even push away from it. Um, and there, are, and he was a U.S. rep uh, in the majority minority district that they created for Mississippi. And it was people like him and so many other uh, folks in Congress that made that decision, that made the conscious decision to put black men, people that look that look like us, people that look like him. It, it, even in Congress, black men in jail for pet for what I call petty crap. They made that though. They made that decision. He made that decision, and they all have to live with it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. They, they they have to live with it. And to be honest, I think they're getting judged for it. We all have to get judged. You have to answer for it. You know that's how it goes. Um, there's no solidarity in black community. Larry Elder was just called a white supremacist in the LA Times this weekend. Yes, he was. That's how scary, mm -hmm. man. That's another thing is Larry Elder's causing some problems in LA right now in California. They're scared. They're scared. He's popular. He is Dude, popular. Right now, they're launching an investigation right now on him too because they wanted him to show disclosure for his, you know, his campaign, his finances, the money he's been spending on it. So they're legit scared because they don't ask any of this information unless they really think he's a threat. So Larry is officially on note. You know, he's put California on notice. Uh, Gavin Newsom and the crew are going out trying to write hit pieces on him. I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, it's it's what it is, you know. And yeah, black people turn on black people like nobody's business, especially if you're Larry Elder and you have an R next to your name. So that's how that's gonna go out here. Yeah, uh, I, I, there's no love about out there. With, in, with California, you really, honestly, I think that all these other Republicans need to step aside, endorse Larry Elder, and let, let's let's mm -hmm. shoot for a Republican governor in California. I think it's extremely possible with Larry Elder. Uh, I don't think that there's any other Republican that can come close. They need to step aside and honest because all it's going to do, and correct me if I'm wrong, from my understanding, they're going to vote no or yes to recalling Newsom, and then they will choose who. And whoever gets the most yes, like who, gets to replace Newsom. Am I correct or am I wrong? I feel like you're uh, correct. Am I, I right? I, I believe he is. A hundred percent. I want to get my California people on here. So they, yeah, it, it, but it definitely the first part is definitely have voting yesterday on the recall. That yeah. has to go through that. Mm -hmm. but, I, I didn't think the only other option that there would be was like the who and then there'd be another ballot later on with like only two people or whatever. But I think that the way that I said it initially was correct. And so if you have let's say 10 Republicans on there and they're all split, you know, you're splitting the vote. That's why I really do think that these other Republicans need to step aside and allow Larry mm -hmm. Elder um, to, to win. It's time. Yeah. It's just, it's great. Old, good old open election, California. It's, it's great jungle. Now, jungle. now isn't, um, <laughs> is it the recall coming up? It, it's like in 20 days. Am I correct? It's like yeah, in September. September. Yeah. Like a couple weeks. September so, 14th so basically, something. if Larry Elder, God willing, and I'm praying for him, if Larry Elder is um, uh, replacing Gavin Newsom as governor, it, he has to immediately announce his reelection campaign. Uh, I don't know when Newsom's up for reelection. When is he? But up it, for it, I, I think I think it I think it is 22. It's 22. So then, so then, yeah, he would have to run immediately again. Wouldn't that be crazy if he lost immediately after he won? That would be. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't have a doubt that that would happen. I feel bad saying that, but it's California, folks. Let's 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 remember here, California. Well, right? well that's the thing. If they just got a popular Democrat to run against him, you know, it's it's over. It's over. So, well, who's who, who, who's out there? 
Who's popular out there? That, it doesn't matter. They, just, get, just get one that nobody. Being, uh, Kevin Pathrath, I believe. Uh, almost like he's like into real estate. I think he's a YouTuber maybe. I'm not sure. But he's a capitalist. He's definitely a capitalist. He goes. He has a D next to his name, but people call him a dino. <laughs> so it's, it's it's interesting. So uh, he's. Oh, that would be fun to see. He's got, yeah, he's got he's got some uh, got a little steam behind him. He's he's pushing big numbers in the polls. So uh, kind of interesting to see how that's going to play out with him too. So that would be fun to see. I don't know. Oh. All I'm hoping is to see a Republican win, and I hope it's Larry Elder. <laughs> It would be nice, guys. It would be nice. So I had to I had to go back to Afghanistan because I really wanted to make sure people knew how much money we lost here and what we actually gave. So the Taliban has seized U.S. weapons, guys. They seized a lot of U.S. weapons uh, worth billions of dollars, uh, possibly including 600,000 uh, actual assault rifles, uh, over 200,000 armored vehicles, 40 aircraft, including Blackhawks. And uh, we gave the Afghan military estimated $28 billion in weaponry between 2002 and 2017. And including seven brand new helicopters delivered to Kabul just about a month ago. And so, yeah, guys, you know, we lost, you know, 600,000 guns. You know, and we have emboldened the Taliban. You know, you know, how's the U.S. government just, you know, starting another war in the Middle East, almost like it was planned. Hey, don't, all right, don't, don't shut down the podcast. I don't shut down the podcast. Conspiracy theory. No, no conspiracy theory. I'm just saying it's, uh, it's pretty bad. It's, it's, it's beyond bad, actually. Just to now, do we to think fumble, that they're that bad? To fumble that bad is bad. Do we think that this is a purpose, a purposeful fumble, and they're go, we're going back in, and we're like, <laughs> what do we think? I don't know. This is sketch. I'm, I'm you know, we're never going to get monetized <laughs> here, guys. Right? We're never going to get listen. It was meant for us to lose. Us, sponsor us. DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, we appreciate seriously. it. We, we uh, we we actually do have a question. Let's take this question. I think this is a, actually Omar. Unless you had a point, but I, I do like this question. Um, yeah. Uh, do you, I'll read it? Uh, do you think Biden Harris will support Taiwan? If not, how does it affect NATO, Japan, as well as Iran, North Korea, and Russia? Um, you know, I, I no, I don't think so either. Um, I think I think that we will kowtow and bow to China. Um, because they are big, bad, and scary, and we war is unpopular for elections. They don't want that. They don't want anything. Uh, uh, any, history uh, doesn't say that, Chris. But it is not war is, not no, in today, war is, But you got to think that that's a different lifetime. Those people in 1940s, they lived through a previous war, and we are going now, to I'm save. I'm not talking about 1940s. What are you? What don't are you, you know? About? There's only been 2000. George there's w. only w. been two yeah, that was president. No, that was an attack, no, no, was an no. attack on let the me, United let States. Let me finish. Let no. me finish. Let me finish the point. There's only been two presidents that have not been reelected because they did not start a war. One was John Adams, who did not start the War of 1812. He let Thomas Jefferson do that. Uh, we could have went in and tried to fight Britain, but he didn't want to do that. He lost. And then, and you know who the most recent one was? Donald J. Trump. And I, it, now, history doesn't lie. Maybe we are going to be different this time. I don't know. I'm just telling you uh, the facts, and the facts are there's only been two presidents that never start wars, and they never and they didn't get reelected. The only it would have been a third with Lyndon Johnson, but Lyndon Johnson did not want to run for reelection, even though he was eligible. He felt like he was going to lose, and he and he did die a few years later. But um. I just wanted to point that I appreciate the history, but I really do feel in my heart of hearts that right now the populace would not be. We just got out of Maybe a 20-year so. war in Afghanistan, and we're still kind of in the Middle East. Like, I think that we are we are worn out right now. We don't want Maybe more so. conflict. And it's not a good reason, you know, to, to – uh, protect Taiwan. Americans don't really care like that. They don't care. Wait, they need their independence for sure. We should support it in any sense. And then when China gets mad, then we just literally slap them down some more trade restrictions. But that's that would take someone in the oh, office. Okay. That would literally okay. take someone with they, in the White House to go do so. But they don't got it like that. So I, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him doing that because China is playing the long game with us. When they come for us, they're going to repossess us. They own so many of our security bonds and deposits and all of that. They're when they are coming for us, when they're ready to come for us, 
they're just gonna buy they're gonna buy us out because they already did it. We owe so much money to them. Uh, you know, that's why that's why we're we're on the fence yeah, with China. The only person that I think it's just over twenty percent of our total debt. Maybe it's a little bit more but now. But that that's a lot. That's still well, that's twenty percent of like thirty trillion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I could do with one percent of that? It's not over half though. You know what I could do with one percent of that money that we owe China? I'm just saying. Hey, hey, Kinfolk, how are you? <laughs> that's my Kinfolk right there. Yeah, love love the support. Thank you. Um, but how? Let's let's answer the second part of this question because I I think that that's pretty interesting. I'll, I'll go mm -hmm. first. Uh, so basically, how does it affect NATO? We are essentially NATO. We are NATO. The NATO is a bunch of like basically de demilitarized, um, you know, weak, spineless European countries. Japan, I think, would be very upset. Obviously, uh, China encroaching in the 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 Pacific. Japan's not going to like that. They are going to want America to stand up. Uh, I don't think that we will. It will very much hurt our attention or hurt our relationship with Japan, um, with Iran, North Korea, and Russia. North Korea is just honestly a puppet of China, and they're they're falling. They'll say big talk on Twitter, I'm sure, which they probably aren't banned off of, even though Trump is. They'll make some big talk saying like America's weak and spineless. Same thing with China. They'll do the same. Russia, honestly, Russia's been a Russia's been a little quiet lately. I don't know. I I really do think China's the enemy. We got to focus on china russia we could smack down honestly 100 i believe that we could smack down russia china i'm very uh concerned with i don't think that we i, I mean it's getting to the point i don't know nuclear warfare it's russia to be worried about uh as far mm -hmm. as what china's got going on i mean that's not but the that case beautiful but mutually assured destruction though i don't think that nuclear war is where we're going to come to you know no i, I mean china's a, a giant threat here um Still, they're still infiltrating, you know, every scene that they can. Other countries, what they're doing in Africa currently, uh, <laughs> and how they're kind of like buying up countries and stuff out there. You know, it's it's pretty bad. And I mean, I'm glad we got rid of all the Confucius Institutes uh, here in Florida, but you know, they still have their spying ways out here in the states of so what they're looking at, what we're doing, and with the current set of people in the office right now, they're gonna walk all over and do whatever they want. You know, there's there's no doubt about it. Uh, they're going to go ahead and have their way. And I mean, Iran, North Korea, I mean, screw those guys. I'm sorry. Just screw them. I mean, it's just, just take a stand, do the right thing. We have support. We do have allies here. Don't screw them over. Help out our people. But also, like, you know, look, Taiwan's a real place, yo. Taiwan's a real place. All right. It's not it's China. John Cena disagrees. Oh. oh, wow. Chris. Yeah, you know what? I've gotten most of my training from international relations majors. Like that's what they went to and got their PhDs in. Mm -hmm. And you gave such an insightful uh, argument there about about NATO and about the other countries. I, I'm not even going to comment on it. I I agree. Well, I, thank I, you. Omar. I, I'm really I that really impressed me. Well, thank you. That's like one thing I actually do know about. I would say not really, not not all international relationship, but the Taiwan situation mm -hmm. is very much something that I I think that is going to come to mm -hmm. China. And I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast. China tweeted out or said in a press release. I don't know if you guys saw this. That they said when they come for Taiwan, U.S. will not support them. They did not say if. They said when. It is going to happen. And this comment, okay, if Taiwan is up for grabs, then will Iran nuke deal be used for Biden to look good for 2022 midterm elections? If so, is that bad? Any deal with Iran is bad. Um, like any deal such as that is bad, um, in my opinion. Um, Iran, uh, it's just trying to have diplomacy with countries that are chanting death to America and they hate America and they wish death upon us. They give pounds of cash. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're supporting them. We're supporting countries that hate us. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and that is, I don't even know how, how will that make Biden look good? I don't know. The media will spin it. Um, made Obama, Obama look good. Will spin, Obama will spin it. Um, it, it honestly, that, that's, how, that's how it's going to make him look good. Also, um, it, going back to what you said about su supporting, um, countries that hate us. You know, the black community does that all the time. We won't set up our own gas stations, 
but we'll go buy from these gas stations from people from Saudi Arabia or Iran or Iraq or, or Pakistan or and mm -hmm. some of those folks I will say have immigrated to this country and have become good citizens and will stay good citizens and do actually love America. I, I'm not talking about those folks, but there are a lot of them that send money back to those countries. Every time you buy a ripped off jersey from one of these Arabic um, gas stations, you are supporting these folks that are trying to bomb and kill you. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, I live in Metro yeah. Detroit, right outside of Dearborn. I one hundred. I have been. Me and my family have been discriminated against at gas stations um, that were Middle Eastern run, whether it's Chaldean, Arabic, etc. Where they in are black communities, they, though. Exactly, they don't support black communities, and that's one thing that is very uh, interesting with the black community. We don't build each other up we tear each other down mm -hmm. we steal from one another we break in each other we kill each other where you know jewish communities italian communities uh you know what whatever they are americanized white communities uh middle eastern communities they start their own businesses they support each other asian communities are a great example they support each other they go to them they work at each other's businesses that kind of thing the black community does not do that and that you know why why is that we don't we don't really know you could say maybe it's the something to do with the parenting rate, uh, you know, single parent households in the black community. But white community is coming up to be close to the black community, um, you know. So I don't know. I'm I, I want to see the black community to uh, come together and actually work together and support one another. That's what I strive to see um, because I think if we had an emboldened and empowered black community we could really make a difference in this country um and instead of having just vote slaves essentially where we're voting 95 percent for democrats who never do anything for us thank you it's time we create our well we've already created our own businesses we do have a lot of black owned businesses some of them are doing very well some of them are doing poorly but it's time for us to support these black owned businesses like you said um, Jewish folks support their businesses. Um, Asians support their businesses. Heck, they work in their businesses. I don't even know if they're working for pay, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I hate to say it and be stereotypical. And I apologize for it, but it's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, all, but all I want to say is it's time for us to do the same thing. And it's time for us not to support um ag different agendas especially one that is trying to come and bomb you somebody trying to come and bomb you and you see this on tv and they're coming to and they're coming into your neighborhoods and setting up shop sh it, there should be a whole bunch of alarms going in your head it, it's, it's crazy N nobody is getting that alarm in their head they're just letting things happen and um letting people roll over them uh, and it's time, black community, it's time out for that. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of it. Talk about supporting black folk here. We got to support our own black folk here, y'all. Omar is still uh -huh. singing, ready to mingle. You, you know what? Y'all, he's uh, a great guy. I can vouch for him. Y'all hit Omar up. You know, if you got something looking good for him, you should let him know. This man is, he's, he's ready I'm to go. Keep, I'm going to keep you in my prayers, Christian. Man, you always got my Omar. I tell you what. got to support, support the, support. Uh, the fam. Yeah. And before we go here, y'all, there's one thing I wanted to show with y'all. It's the it's the newest craze here. I think it's another uh, the government psyop. It's called the crate challenge. <laughs> and this is this is what we uh, let's 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 take a peek here. Let me go see if we got audio here that'll let me play it or not. No audio. No audio. All right, play it. Here we go. He's up. He's up. Oh. OG didn't make it. All right. Got, we got to see it one more time. See it through. Got to see it through. All right. So this has been going on all across uh, the Instagram, all along online. You stack up crates all the way up to seven crates tall. Then you try to go down the other side. Uh, I've seen 99% of people fail and hurt themselves. And so far, I've seen only one person actually do it. But uh, if this is the trend that we're going down, uh, 
Man, we ain't got to worry about no vaccine taking us out because it's going to be them crates. That's all I got to say about that. But we're, uh, <laughs> we, we, I, I'll be real. We find the dumbest things to amuse ourselves with. And I get guilt. I'm guilty of it sometimes. But man, this is just, this is bad. But uh, <laughs> I just kind of want to cinnamon. Man, ice bucket, cinnamon, uh, crates. I don't know. Maybe you're going to go to have that hospital bill is going to be expensive when you, you know, crack a rib on them crates. But, uh, Man, this is this is good. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Again, please like, share, subscribe here. Uh, if you like what you saw, feel free to message us about setting up a donation. We'd love to have you all. And, uh, no, thank you again. And we'll see you all next week. See you soon. Peace.